Uh, living the dream, young ones, they be doing some things, going so big, after you me, keeping it real, that's how it feels, yeah. Living the dream, living, living, yeah, living the dream, living the dream, that's how it feels, keeping it real, that's how it seems. Welcome to Living the Dream with your host, Sandy Clinton shy not even low-key shy so today we'll be calling at different people and we'll be joined by Paul to get their views on self-confidence i feel like personally self-confidence is something that everyone needs to achieve in order to achieve success and everything that they are planning to do self-confidence is like very very important that's why you want to get different views so today it will be more about what other people think so we'll be calling them I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Um, okay. So our first speaker is Mbali. Uh, we'll be asking her a few questions on self-confidence. So Mbali, would you say you are a confident person? Um, I would say I am growing to be a confident person. And why would you say that instead of saying you are a confident person? I'm saying that because... Um, I used to have a really, really low self-esteem and it's not an easy journey to like gain confidence overnight. So you have to deal with the root first. So here's why I say it's a it's a it's a journey. I'm becoming that confident girl that I am. I'm towards it, but I'm still dealing with the deeper roots of being bullied in primary, of people saying certain names about me. So I had to overcome that and tell myself that I am more than this. They work those beside me, but I define myself. All right. Uh, we, I can hear what you're saying. Um, there's a bit of some background noise there. I don't know what's, what that is. But then regardless, um, okay, so you, you're saying you are working on your confidence and actually um, fixing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there most definitely. So what would you say influences someone's confi- self-confidence? You're a lot, hey? Like? You, you, you start comparing yourself, you know, you, you're going to live a fake life if, if I could say you're gonna want to fit in because they told you actually you're so tall and you're ugly and then obviously you're gonna want to change yourself you're gonna want to be shorter you're gonna want to be light yeah, yeah, that's true. you know yeah. yeah so it plays a huge role so I think words people don't understand that how words cut deep but you know yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, how can people full, fully develop their self-confidence? Wow. Okay, I think people can firstly start by forgiving themselves. It's very important to forgive yourself. Yes, they have said those words, but then now, when you do this um, confidence thing, you have to forgive yourself firstly. Secondly, Deal with the root. And thirdly, whatever words that they say to you, turn it into positivity. Mm, that's some smart stuff. That's some smart stuff. I hope I hope the listeners are actually listening to what you're saying. 
and yeah. that's that's some great stuff thank you very much for taking your time to share your views unfortunately because of time i will have to end it. and i hope we'll still have more you'll still hear more of mbali uh, on future episodes right yes of course yes. so one last question are you living the dream I'm leaving the dream. Yeah, you know the vibes. All right, You know the vibes. Cool, bye. Bye. That was some great words from Bali. And I'm pretty sure you'll hear more from her. And you hear what she said, basically. You shouldn't, like, necessarily compare yourself to other people because that's where uh, most of... um, where you lose your self-confidence, basically. If you see uh, somebody else has this and you don't have that, and you start basically losing your self-confidence. And I feel like it's more based on social media. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, social media can like turn uh, a person's confidence down. Yeah. Because like, it's where you start to see many people, like celebs, you know, uh, other people are, are being body shamed on Facebook. Yeah, like all medias. That's why they they have like a low self-esteem. They have to build that up and be strong. Yeah. yeah. So would you say you're a self-confident person? Yeah, for me, I would say I'm a self-confident person. Yeah, I would say that. And do you mind explaining why you will say that? Uh, why I'm saying that is uh, the way I approach my situations, the way I fix things that I come across with. That's why I say I'm self-confident. Because you have to grow, find your own roots, forgive yourself, just like Mpali said. Yeah, that's the thing. That's our, those are the things. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm self-confident. So you, you'll say that you, uh, you're actually a self-confident person. You don't compare yourself to other people, as Mpali um, has mentioned. No, I don't. Okay. I'm my own person, an individual that was born into this. Right. It's self-confident. <laughs> and what makes you say that? Because I'm content with myself. Yeah, what? And I don't compete. Like, I'm content okay. with myself, where I am, how I look. I don't compare myself with others. I don't compete with anyone. Um, instead, I, instead, I compete with myself. Oh, oh. That's, that's a yeah. That's a And then, that's actually the same thing as Mbali said. Uh, she spoke about people comparing each other. And the next question will be, what would you say influences someone's self-confidence? Um, how they, they are surrounding. Um, what's the sound Um, how other people influence them and how they view themselves. Like, do you mind elaborating on that? Like, they like seeking validation from everyone else oh. that influences your yeah. your like wanting to know if like you look beautiful if like you look beautiful you don't feel beautiful at all you understand yeah. like seeking validation from other people yeah so um yeah. would you agree that um social media is one of the major or, um, major keys that yeah is that? yeah all right and then one last question um how can people fully develop their self confidence like you just be yourself be content with yourself know who you are yeah 
and be confident with everything you do. All right. Um, thank you very much for taking your time to share your views. Um, I really appreciate that. So one last question. Are you living the dream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Kanyesha. Power to the These are the biggest factors that affect someone's self-confidence in achieving stuff. So lucky for us, uh, we've called Sia to join the podcast right now and we'll ask him a few questions and what he thinks about self-confidence. So the first question for you, Sia, will be, would you say you are a self-confident person? No. But not that I'm not in a position where I feel like I need to use it often. What does that mean? Like, to me, self-confidence generally is in relation towards other people. It's a factor with other people and just also how you operate during life. And not that I don't have it often. I do feel like I have a bit of self-confidence, but I just don't feel like I have the opportunity to exercise it. What do you mean? Like, do you mind elaborating more on that? Like, how do you exercise self-confidence? Yes. Generally, in charisma. Like, when you talk, when you're charismatic, when public speaking or when just speaking with another person, that is self-confidence. The elevation within your voice. The Just this. It's basically like a lot of factors. From your confidence to your charisma to the way you speak, the way you approach people. Are you timid? Are you outspoken? Do you... Like basically the connotations in which you speak. Like, do you use positive connotations when you speak yeah. in relation towards your self-confidence? Yeah. As opposed to always speaking in a dark, airy mood, always having depressing topics, or always just, you know, self-loathing. Yeah. You can tell when somebody's self-confident, when you're speaking with them, and that's how you exercise self-confidence. So, which signs would you say um, are, like, physically visible uh, for someone who's self-confident? Elevation of voice, the volume in which they speak, loud or timid, the positive, as I said, the connotations of their words, are they using positive connotations like, I'm feeling great, I'm feeling good, you know, positive language, uplifting language, okay. so from the volume to the language that they speak to actually generally the entire appearance, a person who's self-confident takes care of themselves. Not to say they always care about appearances, because even people who aren't self-confident also care about their appearance. So that's not generally a great marker on, but at least with a self-confident person, you could say they take care of themselves in a way that somebody who isn't self-confident doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what is your view on that, on what he just said? Like, would you say you're a confident person and to what extent do you agree with the fact that he mentioned that uh, you can see somebody physically on the, the way they speak, the, the way they speak and everything? What would you say? Uh, for me, like, I'm saying that I'm confident. Like I said, at the first time, because, like, the way he's explaining it, to see things that I didn't see clearly like like the the voice of like the tone of the words the way he put it for me I'm not like confident so 
you are not a self-confident person basically. Nah, I'm not. So what, 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 what do you say are the, what would you say are the giveaways for you that um, puts, puts you as an non-self-confident person? Compare, compare, yeah, compare, think so. So you compare yourself to others? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's I, the but answer? I don't even have the answer for this. I feel like... It's like... Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, you can talk. No, what I was just saying is that generally confident... Not everybody's going to be self-confident every day. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, self-confidence isn't exactly something that you have all the time. Yeah. It's also an emotion in itself. Yeah. You go, you're not always going to be sad all the time. Same yeah. way you're not always going to be self-confident. All the time. Yeah. So, obviously... <laughs> Also, as I said, practice self confidence is also something you practice and put effort into, yeah. and it's especially something practiced when in relation to other people, so, so relationships since, and shit like that. So since um since I've been speaking to you, I've noticed that you're quite aware about self confidence and how you actually notice if someone is not um, confident. And what confuses me is the fact that you said you are not self confident. But then you are aware of how somebody can be confident. I mean, when you're sad, you are aware what happiness looks like. <laughs> so I'm just saying, it's not something impossible. Even somebody who's not self-confident can recognize confidence. Yeah. Even some same way somebody who's confident can recognize when somebody is not. It's not something difficult. You can tell in the as I said, tell in their language. Obviously, you know when you're the opposite, because you know the opposite. You sound like a confident person, though. Uh, that's because I am put in a position where I have to be confident. Oh, so you you, you have that self confidence, and you have to use it. That's what I said. Self confidence is also something you use in relation towards. Okay, so basically, when you, what you're saying is, if you are not required to use it, if you're just walking in the streets, you want you want on that. But yeah, I won't really use it when I'm alone. And also just, I also feel like, um, I'm not saying like it's not something I always not use and stuff like that. But just, it's also when you have to use it. Um, I mean, not when you have to use it. Yes, I wouldn't use it when I'm walking because I don't need it. Who am I trying to be confident for? <laughs> but not that... For yourself. I mean, yes, obviously that's why it's called also self-confidence. But yeah. just... Self-confident. If you know you're self-confident, why would you need to put that appearance of self-confidence? I mean, obviously, some people just are naturally so self-confident that they don't need to take off that armor. Yeah. But to me, it's not something that I always feel. I don't always feel self-confident. So I don't always appear self-confident. I mean, literally right now, I guess you could say... I'm more energetic than I am self-confident right now because I just finished running and all that but yeah it's like a lot of things also it's also easy to mistake self-confidence for something else like like just generally being excited when you're excited about something that doesn't mean you're confident about it either yeah, yeah, yeah. like if you're excited about let's say your appearance as I said self-confidence is something that's linked towards appearance a lot yeah. so like you feel better when you wear nice clothes yeah. 
Yeah. Some people. So you can also feel excited when you wear nice clothes. Mm. Like excited because you're wearing nice clothes. Yeah. yeah. And that general happiness, if people perceive it, they will perceive. They might perceive that self-confidence as this person is self-confident in who they are. When it's just generally something that you enjoy doing, you enjoy the thing. Uh, speaking of that, um, that goes to the next question, which says, uh, "What influences someone's self-confidence, um, basically?" What influences someone's self-confidence? Yeah. Although I feel like that's also something that depends on each and every different person. Generally speaking. Generally speaking, it's. I feel like one major influence here is just comparisons. Because as I said, you need to know the opposite of self-confidence to know when you're self-confident. You need to know happiness in order to know what sadness looks like. Okay. And then can I get your view on that? What influences someone, um, someone's self-confidence? You're not sure? No. <laughs> but I think I, enough. I've asked you this question before. And we spoke about social media. Like social media is what influences. Yeah, you asked me this question before. Yeah, yeah, you did. Like all the questions started with me, <laughs> and now like my my mind is just off the radar. Alright, the next, uh, the last question would be: How can someone fully develop um their self confidence? Generally, yeah. I remember this Kanye tweet about how one stop one thing like this like how to stop being depressed stop hanging around people who make you depressed and I feel like that just generally also relates towards self-confidence as I said some, it's something you practice if you're not going to have an opportunity to practice it all the time it also depends on the circle you're within but that doesn't mean you have to cut off people just because you don't that's kind of confusing though don't you think because um, let's say you hang around with people who are self-confident you'll feel that power over you their power over you so basically you'll feel overwhelmed so like when you hang around with people who are not depressed you, 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 um, so you basically will be hanging around with people who are happy so you'll see that that person is more happier than me which causes more depression somehow uh, that is a contrast as I said it also depends on the people you're hanging out with let's say in relation this is your family your family is happy and I'm not saying that them being happy makes you happy but there's a difference between random strangers being confident around you and people you generally respect and love yeah because i can't say that overwhelms you the same way if i generally respect this person and love them and they are happy it makes me happy yeah it makes me happy like it makes me happy seeing them happy oh the same way i would i would be happy if someone else was also confident so with self-confidence it depends on the people around you social like, like I said social media is just basically one giant auditorium yeah. and like basically tweets or posts are just a mic being passed around yeah. everybody says their loud thoughts out into the public and the public perceives it yeah. and responds so yeah. yeah it's generally the people around you how they influence your confidence is something that's actually quite major. Yeah. If people always give you constant affirmations, positive affirmations, telling you you're always 
a great guy or stuff like that if they make you feel great you're gonna feel great and i mean you're gonna be great but not to say that's always the case but yeah yeah so one of them are uh, the first thing you mentioned for someone to fully develop their self-confidence is the people they surround themselves with yeah okay people use so as you're listening right now as a listener first thing the people you surround yourself with are basically the people who build your self-confidence that's what we are growing on also just how you interact with them yeah and how you interact with them and what other thing can you say influences self-confidence as i said about social media comparison oh, social media you know comparisons yeah. because social media also but there's a thing where they said it's like a giant mirror so yeah. you see the worst it's a giant mirror except it reflects the worst instead of the best so yeah. when you see outside it and you see the best in people you also see the worst in yourself so how would you advise people to use social media in a wise way in a wise way I, I don't take it seriously man. don't take it seriously but i understand everybody has their different uses for social media some people see it as a tool mm-hmm. some people see it as an escape yeah. and I'm not saying that it's a good thing for you to see it as an escape because not all of us are in that position where we have that escape. Yeah. yeah But yeah. I wouldn't rely on it. Yeah. So, um, which age group would you say is most mostly affected by the social media thing and when it's when it comes to self confidence? I feel like it also depends on when you started because I feel because I've seen people generally you live in an age, but in Gen Z, our generation. started out on social media at a young age. Yeah. I remember being on I don't know when Blackberry was still a thing. The social media like Mixit and BBM at the age of 10, 9. Yeah. So I'm just saying like it's not a I generally would say that it's not a good idea to have social media at the young age. Yeah. Cuz first and foremost there's this other thing where it's like you're not allowed. The reason why social media is always overwhelming is always overwhelming. It's because as humans, we're not supposed to know about so many thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not yeah, supposed to know about how many people are thinking. Yeah. Because for majority of our human history, we've only been exposed to the thoughts of our community. Yeah. And those around us. Now you're hearing thoughts of somebody all across the world with a different viewpoint from you. Yeah. And that changes your viewpoint. And when you're a child, you're easily susceptible to that. Like. It's easy for you to get influenced by bullshit. Yes, like, actually speaking about that, um, I was listening to the radio like a few days back and they were actually talking about um, how parents are allowing kids to start using social media at a young age. How can parents actually work on fixing that? Um, how can they control their kids on that? I feel like it's just generally, it's not something you can always control. Because with me, I had no control. Like my mom, my mom, most of the time she just gave me the phone as something to be busy with you know mm-hmm. like she would be trying to discuss something serious and obviously children are some things that need attention yeah. and you'd rather have the phone give them attention and I feel like it generally is with parents it has to start with how you you, you as a parent interact with your child give them the attention that they need because if they're not child, children need attention And if they're not going to get it from you, they're going to get it from someone else. And 
best that you get it from somebody you trust, like yourself, yeah. than from random strangers online. Yeah. Like, why would you trust a land? You wouldn't trust a random stranger to walk into your house and lecture your kid. So why would you do the same with social media? Which is basically that a random stranger you do not know, you do not think. You're just letting them come to your child and give them all these ideas. Yeah, but then obviously it comes as a good and a bad thing at the same time. But generally, it's not. As a parent, you can see that it's not exactly overly positive. It's not exactly something. I'm not saying that they can't learn good experiences from those people. Yeah. But seeing people who've grew up with social media at a young age, they've been exposed to stuff they shouldn't have. Yeah. Part of the reason why I know this, I'm not sure if I, if I can say this or not, but part of the reason why our generation is also one of the most porn addicted. I mean, I'm not saying... Like, as a child, I remember kids bragging about looking at porn at the age of nine. Mm. And you see how that can mess up somebody's viewpoint? Yeah. Especially because porn itself is not something healthy and overtly good, especially for children. Because if that's how they're going to view sex and sexual experiences and relationships not just at a young age but just how they perceive it because that's how they're going to think it is when sex is rarely ever the same as porn because porn is made for fetishes it's made to appeal it's not made to love those people aren't doing something intimate they're doing something for entertainment and you're going to try and the child might see that and think like this is how it is and generally obviously there's no one to discuss with them that this isn't it so parents aren't gonna discuss porn or sex with a child so as you as an individual how would you advise a parent who has a kid right now who's raising their kid on this matter of social media i feel like just not saying obviously be overbearing because i understand sometimes the worst thing is you know when you're using something and your parent is always on your back it feels uncomfortable mm. but just but your child wouldn't be on social media if they didn't trust you first and foremost yeah. they wouldn't hide stuff if they didn't trust you and if they're hiding stuff that generally means they didn't trust you so you need to work on that yeah. the relationship in which you have with your child because if it comes to a point where they feel like they can't trust you with stuff yeah. then you need to know that you I know a lot of parents don't like this, but you're gonna need to realize that you're the problem. You're gonna need to realize that you're the problem, and you're gonna need to realize how you need to work on that. Because if the child is going to people, random people on social media for attention, yeah. it means they're not getting it at home. Yeah. And that's a fact. And so you need to work on the relationship as a person, do an introspective, see if you are actually giving your child the attention they need see that you're building that trust so that they can tell you stuff like children won't tell them like let's say I go on Facebook and I see something I'm not supposed to if I can't trust my parent to like go over it and say mama look then obviously I don't trust them kids are gonna just keep it to themselves and just scroll by but they're gonna have seen that and they're not gonna tell you and they're gonna end up having this entirely different viewpoint from you so 
you see how that's actually problematic so yeah, just work so on trust another thing i feel like that's where self-confidence is actually um affected like at a young age imagine being obviously you know this um cyberbullying yes imagine being on twitter as a kid already experiencing all of that all of those thoughts mm. i feel like self-confidence is actually affected as that because i've noticed how most kids like at probably age age six they're already using things like snapchat um things like um like they're already using filters already like they want to be cute they want to have this um straight cheeks and yeah. everything big everything you understand i feel like that's where mostly self-confidence is affected by their filters social media and all that and i don't know as for parents how they can fix that because nowadays our generation like we are like kind of forced to be on social media yeah so i feel like that's just something as parents that's not just a parent problem that's just like a society problem in general yeah like yeah. that's not something you as a parent can exactly solve yourself yeah. you can't just go on to that make your child feel beautiful yeah. yeah you can't force emotions on a child so that's just like a society problem and as us as a society we need to realize that what we're doing the beauty standards we're pushing yeah because kids are also aware of these beauty standards you're telling people that they're only beautiful if they look like this then the kids are going to pick up on that so with or without social media that's something as a society we need to talk about and i'm glad like nowadays people are having that conversation about eurocentric views and stuff like that and like having kids like their futures you know but yeah that's just like something we need to work on as a society Yes. Not just as parents. Yes. As you heard from um, Sia himself, he mentioned that uh, one of the huge factors that affects self-confidence is social media, comparison, and what was the other factor? I said uh, just generally the people around you. Yes. Affirmations and all that. If they give you love and... Yeah, just... Man, if people love you, then you'll love yourself. Yes, so you heard it from himself, uh, as he mentioned. So basically, a way to build your self-confidence is by surrounding yourself with good people. And when you say surround yourself, you're not talking about like having more friends on Facebook and all of that. Like, go out and socialize and just leave your phone for once at home and just go out and at least make a friend, like one friend at least. That's better, like that's way better than having social media. And just even with social media, just genuine people man yeah. you can tell if a person likes you and doesn't so just hang out with somebody you feel like you can trust yeah i know that's not always something you can always tell obviously especially on social media but you you know when this person is sending love and i feel like that's also another thing know how love looks like know how being treated good looks like and yeah. try to look for that stop taking views from social media because obviously that's the main key that influences like how love should be should be like because you know like when you watch those tiktok uh couple gold videos it looks like they look perfect basically and that's what people mm-hmm. like kind of look for in a relationship but it ain't always like that 
Because yeah. obviously they don't talk about the arguments. They don't yeah. talk about the fighting, and the awkwardness at the first. Yeah. Because not every couple just clicks. Yeah. Some of them it's awkward at first, mm-hmm. or they don't talk about the silences in between. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just like so, I try to say, try to emulate something like your parents, but I know not everybody has a healthy viewpoint of relationships. Mm-hmm. We live in a weird society, so not everybody knows what to look for. And trying to push that idea that you should look for this isn't always the best because you could be looking for something wrong. But man, just you, you can. I feel like love is something as a person can feel. Yeah. And you can feel if somebody genuinely takes care of you. So look for people with positive affirmations. People who genuinely always compliment you, not your appearance per se, but you as a personality. If they talk about how funny you are Or just You know And it's not just like them trying to pump you up And cast you up but You also cast them up You know It's a yeah. mutual thing Another thing you need to realize Friendships are mutual You need to say something They need to say something It yeah. can't just go one way True True So do you have um, And were those are your closing words Do you have any closing words um, To build on self-confidence uh, Self-confidence I would say stop looking onto Eurocentric views, Eurocentric views. Like, especially as people of color, we tend to. One thing that I said, one thing you said about how people want these big eyes, big noses, and shit like that. Like, know when you're beautiful, man, and know that this. Like, oh yeah, there was something that said the fact that you are here means that somebody fell in love. With a person that looked like you So so like Man Don't think that your looks are unlovable The fact that you're merely here Means that somebody liked Like someone You literally have a long line of ancestors Who loved somebody Looking like you And that's not something that you should be Ashamed of trying to change Cause that ain't I'm not saying that ain't right But just like yeah Just man Somebody likes you And just cause It's not somebody Currently now That doesn't mean that It's not there yeah. Love is always there So yeah Try to look for that There's always These words That people say <laughs> Right now I'd just probably be rambling But I'm just saying That obviously Love yourself Love people And Just be peaceful man That's all I can say Alright, um, thank you very much Sia for sharing your views on self-confidence. I hope you are listening. Um, okay, one last question for Sia. Are you living the dream? I'm, I'm living something. You're living something. <laughs> I'm living something, but I can't say it's a dream. But well, you it, should. You should live the dream. I feel like it's something. Yeah, we're working towards it. That's working all I can say. Alright, thank you very much. So the top three epi- the top three most listened to episodes are as follows Depression Among Teens Part One, Boy Stupidity Part One, Cheating Death Part One, and Is Hurting Better Than Limpopo at the same position as Cheating Death. Rate, follow, subscribe, press the bell button. Thank you for listening. When you're loving your passion, you're loving the dream. Mm.
Living the dream, young ones, they be doing some things Going so big, I think you mean Keeping it real, that's how it feels, yeah Living the dream, living, living Yeah, living the dream, living the dream That's how it feels, keeping it real That's how it seems